0: Hello, and welcome to Getting It Done, a podcast about music, education, and life lessons. I'm your host, Tim Rausenberger, and today is Wednesday, January 3rd, 2018. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode 196. The second part of a three-part series. Creativity, independence, and critical thinking in education. Yesterday, I discussed the creativity piece of this series. Where students had to take a piece of paper and create something that was relating in some way to music. I discussed all of the struggles they had with this task. For many, it was very difficult to create. It was very difficult to do much of anything with the paper without getting some type of guidance the tidbits, the analogies, all of those little pieces of information a teacher can provide that make the difference. The problem that I discussed was that that students struggled so mightily with this and in a time in which so much stress is being placed on creativity and critical thinking and stem schools and steam schools stem of course being science technology engineering and math with steam throwing the a in for arts with everything going on in the 21st century, more specifically 2018, and school districts wanting to explore these things for our children to be successful, I really question how successful our children are. And yes, not just our children who are in elementary school, but ones all the way up to college age. Kids, students, people, people who are even in their early to mid-twenties, who are struggling with the same thing, independence. You're not going to find many professional development workshops on this topic. You also will not see articles written, not too many anyway. There won't be educational companies who are going to pick up on this, and why? Well, the reason is very simple. There's no money to be made. What money can you make on teaching independence? There's nothing there. We're in a society right now where there are people who foolishly think that creativity doesn't even matter. That we should be opening STEM schools instead of STEAM schools. As if the arts are not important. The arts are more important to the development of our society than anything and i know that there'll be some people who will say oh well technology is very important oh technology's done a lot of great things what happens when the power goes out what happens when you lose power to your phone what happens when your car breaks down or you're literally in the middle of nowhere now what? What do you depend on? You depend on your creativity. You depend on those life skills, the things that no technology is ever going to help you with. Sure, science and engineering and math, they're all important as well. But it's that creativity piece. And the other piece, independence. So how does independence play a role in this? Independence is life. When we are finished with school, whenever that time is going to be, someone who drops out of high school, a high school graduate, a college graduate, someone who drops out of college Once the schooling ends, life truly begins. Because everything is real. School has this way of being able to protect you from the outside world. School is where you are going to be able to expand and broaden your knowledge School is going to be where you can sit down in a philosophy class and debate different types of issues. But school, in so many ways, is just not like real life. There are no mortgages in school. There's no rent. There's nothing involving dwellings or vehicles. And it's our independence which is so critically important. At some point I'll do a podcast on homeschooling and the many drawbacks that are associated with it because when you are in in even more sheltered world where you're not communicating with as many people, it poses major social issues which can lead to anxiety and other problems into your adult years. But let's not worry about that right now. Let's take a look at the task at hand. Independence in the schools today, do students have any independence at all? I really and truly believe they have less independence now than ever before. And for the few schools out there that, who do get it, I commend you. To the schools out there who do understand the importance of giving students the free time they need, to do whatever it is they would like to do. And perhaps there's some guidance. But not to the point where they're being told to do everything. Our students get free time and they, have, they, they don't know what to do with it. Our students come home. They don't know what to do and what order to do it. I mean, think, think just for a moment about having a day off. Let's say it's a snow day. Let's say it's a holiday in which you have off from school or from work. And it's almost like sometimes you get nothing accomplished because there's no structure to the day. We need structure to our our lives. One of the things about work, as much as we may complain about work, is it does add structure to the day. And there's structure in school. Our issue in the schools now is that there's too much structure. And there are things being rammed down the throats of our children. Things haven't changed drastically as far as scheduling is concerned. If we just take simply high school, the average student's going to have math, an English language arts class, science, perhaps something relating to social studies or history, a foreign language, and then there'll be some electives that'll be thrown in as well, along with physical education, Now, some of that will vary depending on the school and depending on the requirements per state. But those are the general subjects you're going to find. Those have really not changed a heck of a lot since I was in school, since most people were in high school. Most people took those types of subjects. The problem is that when I was in school, And I took those subjects, and perhaps this was a little more of the extreme. When I look back on it, there was probably teaching that simply could have been better. It was a combination of the teachers and also the way that teaching was done. If you do it the way that it should be done... Well, it should be done correctly anyway, but if you do it that way, like a lot of great teaching is done today, then students are going to get more out of school than ever before. However, it can come with a price and that price is stress. A lot of it. I'm seeing students more stressed out than ever. Way more than even 10 years ago. And the way I know this is there was a time about 10 years ago where I saw on a regular basis elementary students, middle school students, and high school students. And I can tell you this, 10 years ago, Students simply were not stressed and anxious and depressed like they are today. Not even close. I absolutely didn't see it in elementary school. And I'm not saying it didn't exist. I'm just saying I didn't see it. And I taught a lot of children in elementary school. Thousands. It was, it was just something that you, you just so rarely saw. I don't really have any particular experiences of students who were in deep depression during their elementary years. Now, I've seen it. Sadly, I've seen situations where students as young as fourth grade have been suicidal. How sad is that? Those, sa- those middle school and high school students, sure, they had nights where they had a lot of homework. They had nights where they had tests in all of their classes where they, ne- they needed to study. And being on a marching band field was the last thing they wanted to be doing. But they didn't. And they didn't complain. And they didn't missed the rehearsal because of their homework and they got through and the number of times they were up extremely late not too many now it's much different we're seeing elementary students who are coming home with legitimately three to four hours of homework three to four hours of homework Elementary students, what's wrong with this picture? High school students who do not stop doing their homework until they fall asleep with their nose in the book or asleep at the keyboard because they're studying to all hours of the night and then have to wake up the next morning not getting enough sleep And why is all this happening? Because they don't have the independence they need. They don't have the downtime to just let loose and be able to do what they need to do. And yes, you may need to teach them, but it shouldn't be to the point where you have to tell them everything they need to do. Telling is not teaching. Telling has never been teaching. Guiding is teaching. Big difference. We live in a society now where math and language arts, math and English rule the roost. They are the two most important subjects. Who determined that? Why? Is it because students are not good at math? is it because students don't write well? Here's my comment to those people. And this is 20 plus years in education. As recently as today, I was teaching time signatures to my students This was a review on time signatures and we broke things down and we discussed them as fractions and the children could not tell me immediately numerator, denominator. They couldn't explain what the numerator was. They couldn't explain what the denominator was. What's wrong with this picture? But somebody thinks it's a good idea to teach geometry and algebra in elementary school. What planet is this thinking coming from? Take me to that planet. I don't understand. I don't get it. As for the writing skills, I've given students essays, many essays over the years. Nothing too difficult. The writing is abysmal. It's not even slightly good. It's awful. Children who can't spell, children who cannot, who have no concept of sentence structure, their handwriting is usually for the birds, unless they've gotten some help from people at home. I'm not sure what's going on, but if we're going to teach all of these subjects, you better teach them well, and you better have the idea that that whatever is going to be taught in the school, teachers are doing it in such a way where the material is being retained. I am not seeing that to always be the case. Yes, of course it's happening with some students. Maybe I'm generalizing too much by saying that the, the writing is abysmal, because it's not with everyone. It's with enough though. My quote unquote average students on the bell curve are struggling struggling with the simplest of tasks. If I ask students to do any type of practicing, I have to, go to, I, I have to go to such great lengths to guide them. And then I have to hope they're doing it correctly at home. And I, I, I'm starting to, to think more and more that perhaps a lot of them aren't. And they don't know the right steps. And that comes again with the independence. Because if you, if you can build in downtime into a schedule, it's going to make everything else more effective, more efficient, more productive, everything. Everyone keeps on saying more, more, more. Do you know what we need to be saying? Less, less, less. How aggravating is it? How aggravating is it to you if you work and you know that the way you're doing something at work or you're being asked to do it, you know that there's a better way to do it that takes less time, but someone's not listening to you. Guess what, my friends, that's what's going on in education, And the people who need to be asked are the ones who are on the front lines, who are the teachers. I don't know of any teacher who is going to sit there and say, I need more time to do this. Because what they actually really want to say is not that they want more time to do this. Because actually they probably do need more time because whatever is being asked of, of, of them is simply too much or inappropriate for that age level. Rather material that's not quite so absurd. So time can be spent effectively and less time is needed. So students can figure things out on their own. And work on their own. And not have to be told what to do all the time. There are going to be people who will now say, okay, what about the students who have IEPs? What about the students who have issue, focus issues? ADHD. ADD. Absolutely, those students are still going to need differentiated instruction. That's certainly a huge change from when I was in school as opposed to now, where the differentiated instruction exists, which is a great thing. And those students might need more time. But why is it that we have to have this thing in our brain where every single person absolutely must be successful at all these forms of math and all of these different levels of English. Think about all of the occupations out there. Think about all the different lines of work out there that use none of that, ever. I think if anything, you the things that you need the most are the ability to, to have basic functional writing skills. And when I say functional, I'm not talking about uh, writing a letter loaded with spelling mistakes. No, I, I'm, I'm talking about functional writing skills where you're able to write a letter properly. And, and students don't even know how to do that. I get, I'll get an email or a message from a student asking me about an assignment, they don't even know how to to send an email properly. What is that all about? Hardly any of them. Most of them don't even put my name in there. They don't sign their own name. I have no idea who, uh, you know, Bunny, you know, Frog, Belch, 123. I don't know what that person possibly is. And as for math, who uses calculus? That was the very reason I gave up math. That's why I didn't want to become a math major. I'm not hating on math people right now. Who uses it? Ever. Unless you're going to be building bridges or you're going to become an engineer, how often are you going to be using that information? When was the last time you used a quadratic formula? Tell me. Have X and Y been important things in your life? Have you needed to know that? Knowing an order of operations, I think, is important. Because that can relate to to life. But geometry? There are certain things in geometry which will prove to be very helpful. And others? Useless. There are so many people out there in the world who just don't need some of these materials. They need other information in school. And we are failing our society if we're not providing it to them. This one size fits all, that's ridiculous. But never forget, when it comes to math and language arts or math and English, one of the biggest reasons why those two in particular are put on a platform, on a very high platform, is the money. The money associated with those two particular topics, excuse me, those two particular subjects, because the companies that produce the materials are able to sell it to the school districts. And then, of course, we have the standardized testing. And I, to this day, have never met one person, not a teacher, not an administrator, not a parent, and not a student, who has ever said, we need more testing. Why is that a barometer of what's going on in the school districts? Again, it comes back to the Creativity, independence, and critical thinking. All important skills. But that independence piece is key. It's the student going off to college who doesn't know how to do things without the parent by the side. Because the parent has been wiping the child's rear end for practically their entire life. Now, that's not always the case. There're plenty of kids that are self-sufficient and they, they provide for themselves just fine. Some children unfortunately have to become adults younger at a younger age than they then it than anybody should have to. But a lot of them, especially especially ones who are entitled, the worst the absolute worst. And it's not about instructions on doing the laundry so everything doesn't come out pink. This is about budgeting your time efficiently. This is about college being obnoxiously expensive and not flushing that money down the toilet. Is it because the college life is supposed to be about partying and trying to do every single illegal activity that you can engage in because you're there, that's why. I worry about our society, I worry about our kids, I worry about the stress, the depression, the lack of organizational skills, the inability to function as a productive member of society. That's why I'm doing this. That's why I run a podcast. Because I hope that students can take experiences from my own teachings, for the ones that I see on a daily basis, as well as the ones I provide in the podcasts that others can provide. And by an extension, they're going to be able to contribute positively, instead of being a nuisance, instead of being someone who is not doing anything to help the world and stuck down in a basement Until they're 30 some odd years old, just playing video games and stuck at some job where they're absolutely miserable. And it doesn't happen often, but I will mention that to students from time to time. Just as a reality check. And to say, oh, well... When do students need to hear it? I have no problem with saying it to students in elementary school. I'll say it in in an appropriate way. We're certainly not going to be talking about mortgages with children at that age. But I do want them to become good human beings. And I do want them to be able to be children. The concept of the play date is something that drives me nuts because I don't understand why a union between two people or more than two people must be planned three weeks in advance on a Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m., And the child will be dropped off at so-and-so's house, and the child must be picked up at 6 o'clock because the child that lives in that home at 6.15 must be at their karate class, and then at 8 o'clock at night they have to be at a football practice, and then the child will come home at 9.30 and will not be able to sleep. I, I, I I don't get it. Somehow, the generation of people 35 years and over, we all of us just had better situations, I feel. And yes, I think that there's the education today should be much, much, much better than it was when I was in school. And I think it is on a lot of levels. But as far as the independence, though, nah, I don't think so. I think we have really failed a lot of people. And we have people who have, they don't have any direction. They don't know what to do. Because they've never had to be in that situation. They're always told what to do, where to go, how to do things, instead of figuring it out on their own. George Carlin once famously said, When was the last time a kid went into the backyard and just played with a stick? And he was so right. I did that. I was <laughs> five, six, seven years old, I played with a stick. I looked at the different shapes of sticks and did whatever. Or maybe I didn't do anything. Or maybe I just threw the stick. Do you see any kids doing that anymore? In certain parts of the country, they probably do. I can tell you right now, in most areas of New Jersey, they are certainly not doing that. But they definitely have cleared level 27 of a video game that's going to have absolutely zero bearing on their life and contributes nothing to society. And I have to add that I love video games. I adore video games. But not to the point where I'm playing them 10 hours a day. I hope that the ideas I've thrown out are ones that are going to get you thinking I hope that if you are a student, a parent, a teacher, someone who has an opportunity to speak to the appropriate person and say, I really think that you should consider a change with the schedule. Play this podcast for them. And have them think about what's really in the best interest of children. Because overloading them with academics is positively not the answer. And I do not say that with any hint of bitterness. I have met people in the visual, fine, and performing arts who have uh, been uh, bitter. Right? That's the That's the word about... Their subject being more important. What I do is not more important than academics, but academics, absolutely, are not more important than what I do. They're important. I think they have a level of importance that's a little bit above mine, but I know that that's, that academics alone are not going to make for a well-rounded person. Steam instead of STEM. So when that time comes. Have that conversation and maybe your words will have an impact on people who can make real decisions. But I am worried. I am very worried about our world and the shape it's going to be in just in terms of education, much less all of the other nonsense going on in the world right now. I look forward to you tuning in to our uh, episode tomorrow where I'm going to be discussing critical thinking. This one is going to be talking a lot more about uh, different articles that I've read and information I've gathered over the years from Many different areas, many different topics, uh, many different sources, and hopefully we can put all these pieces of the puzzle together and be able to come out on the other side feeling okay about things. I thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, please, as always, share the episode with others, whether it's through SoundCloud or or iTunes. I'm still working on Spotify. Hopefully that will happen soon. Subscribe and be the difference in the world. Hopefully if you are a parent and you've thought about this, you can find ways of creating some more free time for your child and not feel that you need to bombard them with Uh, commitments, while also giving them some sense of balancing their life and not focusing on one thing, such as the video games I mentioned before. Thanks again so much for tuning in, and be well.